You're listening to the Bitcoin.com Exchange Podcast. Our guest today is Arthur, co-founder and CMO at GamerHash. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people, entities, or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable, but others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information, and it should not be relied upon. This episode is brought to you by the Bitcoin.com exchange, the exchange you can trust. Buy and sell Bitcoin as well as 250 digital assets. The Bitcoin.com exchange is secure, fast, easy, and reliable. Register within seconds and buy crypto with a credit or debit card. Join our community of traders now. Exchange.bitcoin.com. I'm your host, Dustin Plantle. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. Arthur, welcome to the show. Hi, hello. Uh, Dustin, uh, thanks for having me. It's good. It's good to see you, Gamer Hash. Tell us more. Uh, what is Gamer Hash? Yeah, the, the, it's a great story. Like Gamer Hash, it's like in a nutshell, like self-financing supercomputer. Uh, so uh, a few years back, um, and we think about how to make really easy to mine crypto, and we thought that actually gamers have the best possible seas. So we just connected the dots, and in the end, we came up with a system where uh, gamers are sharing. CPU and GPU uh, to mine crypto. So this is like Uber of mining. You're mining uh, crypto without um, uh, having special technical issues. It's very easy uh, when, for example, you're seeing YouTube or Netflix or something else, which don't require too much CPU usage on your computer. So now how did you get into this space? Because people that listen to the show, they know that I love to get into the beginning. <laughs> how did you first start into the cryptocurrency or blockchain or, or Bitcoin ecosystem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, for a number of years, I was living in Switzerland, in Europe. Um, and actually, um, after almost 15 years in um, corporation, I was looking for a new way uh, for myself and finding um, something new, which in which I would be able to also leverage the whole experience in the digital marketing, which I was having and formerly. And actually, half an hour from where I was working, and there is Zug. So Zug is the, the base of Crypto Valley in Switzerland. And this is the place when, uh, where Vitalik was doing ICO of, of Ethereum. And exactly at that point of time, he was doing it over there. So I started to, to join some meetings. I was just passing him on corridors. And at, at that point of time, he was just like a regular guy. Uh, it was just starting. Uh, but right away, I felt the energy that there is something special. Um, so I said, okay, this is it, you know, uh, all, all hands on board and, um, I totally switched the direction. Um, I actually invested in few crypto slash blockchain companies in, in Poland, uh, where I knew the founders and I knew who can really deliver what he or she promised. And actually the gamer hash, uh, was really, uh, missing the competences, which I was having. So besides being this investors. I put my skin in the game and I joined uh, as a team member. And right now, together with Patrick, um, we are the board and we are the pushing um, the company forward. 
And so what have you learned about this space? I mean, I, I will tell you, speaking from my side, that it is 24 hours, seven days a week. It is always on. It never turns off. And you have quite the role. I mean, as an investor, as a head of marketing, do you ever get a break? It is really hard. Um, and, and I would say this is, that was exactly the biggest thing that I had to learn, um, especially after working in Switzerland, when everything is in order, you have time for everything. Um, so in crypto, you're always late, you know, the market never sleeps. Even when we were in Dubai last week, you know, all the time on the phone, checking what's happening, you know, the Bitcoin was going down, everybody were checking the phones. So you never had the proper time to focus on something because something is always happening. Uh, there is not, not something like a weekend or a bank holiday. Um, you always need to be 24-7 focused. Uh, especially when, the, besides being blockchain product, you also have a token on the markets, and then the prices is changing all the time. So, talk about building a community. I mean, how do you go mm -hmm. about doing that in a space where there are a lot of other companies? There's a lot of projects. I mean, look, if you were in any other industry, there's always going to be competition. But how do you stand out? And then talk about creating the product. What goes into the development aspect? Mm -hmm. It's a very good question uh, because this is very hard. Building communities on one hand side uh, seems easy, uh, but usually projects really promise just you know tokens for free with airdrops, and then you know the quality of the of the community is not there. But building really um, living and active communities is a hard thing. And actually, in our case, it's a bit easier because uh, the way that GamerHash works, and currently it works for more than six hundred thousand gamers is that just the PC, you can get a passive income. Um, so, you know, in comparison with other projects, besides having the speculative aspect of the token, the gamers and in general users can earn money with us. Uh, so right away, they have a... For us, it's quite easy to, 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 to present our uh, message and what, what kind of value we bring. You just switch on the computer and right away you start earning and getting a piece of BTC daily so then this is a really good argument for people to start getting in and actually we don't have any paid advertisement online mostly we are focusing on, on google and people are just looking for us uh, so this is great and especially right now when we are entering asia right away we see the people are just you know try to get Ryan points for free or some other coupon cards amazon netflix spotify you name it all these things you can earn um, and, uh, with, with Gamer House and then spend in our marketplace. And, you know, when I look at kind of where this, this ecosystem is going, people are looking to, there's a large portion of, of those in the space that want to figure out a way to mine. They, they just don't know how. It's too complicated. Mm -hmm. How have you made it easy? Yeah, and this is exactly the, um, let's say, our secret sauce. Uh, because in, usually, we, we, if you think about mining then you think okay you need to have something like a big you know metal kind of a warehouse special devices for temperature humidity all that kind of stuff and actually you need to have proper scale to really make it possible and, and making beneficial uh, in our case we just thought okay the the most important part are going the graphic cards and actually besides buying them we can use again the, the graphic cards of users so we came up with a solution that really take evil CPU of gamers um, and build a huge um, self-financing supercomputer. It, 
I think it would be easier to, to describe it from the perspective of user. Um, so, if, for example, you have a game, our um, GamerHash app. You can install it very easy on your computer. Uh, it's working on a PC with Windows, and then it's just working um, in the meantime when you're doing something else. So you absolutely don't need to know what is happening. It's just mining crypto for you. And in our platform, there is 12 different crypto. And there are a few which are being mined on CPU, few on GPU, because there's always a difference. And actually, our intelligent algorithms in the real time are measuring, uh, in, in particular moment, which crypto should be mined on CPU and which on GPU. Uh, so then you don't need to know what is changing, for example, when hash rate um, is changing. What if, I don't know, Ethereum uh, price drops? Should I switch to something else or not? Over here, you don't need to know absolutely nothing about, you know, the, this technical aspect. It's like really Uber for mining. You just install the small software and it works. Um, yeah, so it's really easy. It sounds like like, and actually, Harry, this is, yeah, like and Harry this Potter really, wizardry. And actually, you know, and, and that's why it works. That really, the, the, the people are really convinced because they absolutely don't need to know anything about, you know, this technical setup of, of the devices that they are having. So it is easy when you say that, but actually never did it before us. So this is our main advantage. So now managing expectations, I mean, th this isn't going to be mining somebody a thousand dollars, US dollars a, a day, right? Or is it again, managing expectations? Mm -hmm. uh, answer is always it depends. Um, so I, I would say, uh, if you would take like a regular PC right now, uh, which would cost, I don't know, $1,000, $1,500. That, that we can expect it would probably be mining monthly uh, when working ill, when you're doing something else, like uh, maybe $100, $150. And on, on, on the end of the scale, we have top-notch computers. And for example, we have one of them in our office. Uh, we paid for it um, $5,000. And uh, we will uh, earn via mining with that computer within six months. So th this computer is mining around 1,000 something per month uh, in dollars, in USD dollars. Um, and besides, we have besides we have great computer for playing games. So you know it's turning, <laughs> and we are having you know the best the of both worlds. Computer, <laughs> yeah. So you know, in the totally best best uh, best case scenario, if you are able to get the best graphic cards, which currently is the issue, you can get to the point when the computer is mining up to 1,000 dollars. Wow, that would be quite remarkable. So where have you learned all? I mean, advancing yourself in this ecosystem, learning more, where do you get your information from? I mean, how do you learn? That's a good question. Um, Twitter, Medium. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and actually, I, I think that the most important is to really have um, the proper connection uh, within the network. Because really, there is a number of people who knows uh, how the how the sector works, and, and usually they are pushing the innovation. So really, to keep uh, to keep up with every, with everything and how things works, uh, you just need to follow a number of people on Twitter. Besides just taking out speculation topics, but really focus on on how the sector grows. Um, so I would say definitely that. Um, I I would also say that. The things that usually works, like you know, books and stuff, you know, they are so outdated here. When when someone somebody will write a book, you know, it's it's already outdated. So you need to 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 learn from one week to another. Um, so so it's really happening so fast. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that because you know when 
You've got a space that is moving as quickly as this whole ecosystem is running that you need to keep filling yourself with content, good content, where you're learning, mm -hmm. you're educating yourself, you're, as I say, and others say, you're doing your own research. So talk to the marketing professionals out there that are looking to build their own communities, that they're looking to launch a company or they've been in the space for a while. What are the, some of the things that you've learned that have been the most impactful for you, allowing you to pivot? Um, maybe also to the touch point, what I just said, um, I learned that nothing is set to stone. You know, the, the, the whole situation is changing that fast that uh, the, the solution that um, were fine two months ago right now should be changed. Um, so you need to all the time think about new great things. You know, half a year ago, nobody was talking about bridging to Binance Smart Chain. Right now, some of the projects are starting right away there because uh, transaction costs on Ethereum are very high. Um, so I would say the biggest thing which I learned in comparison with the classic business it's that nothing is given, you know, it, from one day to another, things are changing and you need to be ready to change and, and you need to be uh, able with your team uh, to switch priorities, you know, in the meantime. So um, this is uh, definitely the most important topics. Uh, second, um, I think that um, I had to spend a few weeks to try to not think about the price of a token. You know, when all, all the friends and everybody are after listening are, are, are calling you, you know, okay, it's going up or it's going down, it's going down, what will you do? Um, you know, and this is in the end magical hand of the market. Uh, you don't have um, influence on everything. So at some point you need to just to focus on the work and just be sure that the community will appreciate it. And in the end, it will end up in the proper uh, change of the price. Um, but I remember after first listing on, on BitHump uh, Korea, when our you know, private sale investors were having great results, it was around 100x. I was just almost not sleeping, just checking the price all the time, uh, answering the phone calls, you know, with congratulations. On the other side, when it started to, to go a bit down, then everybody were calling, okay, what's happening? You know, I, I, I had just to cut out, focus on the work and, and, and push the company forward. And so how do you manage your time? I mean, there's only so much time in a day, and I'm sure you're already working d double the, the amount of time. How do you decide what you get your focus? Um, I think that after a number of works in corporation, uh, I, I was having uh, quite good um, courses to, to manage staff and also manage the priorities. Um, so I think that I have quite a good background, and I have uh, enough time to really push things forward. And how do we learn more about GamerHash? About GamerHash. So first of all, we have uh, two websites, GamerHash.com for the gamers to mine crypto and GamerHash.io uh, for mining crypto. Uh, sorry, the, for, for uh, topics with uh, topics connected with our token. Uh, we are already on top three exchanges, Bitham.com, uh, Bitham Korea, KuCoin, and uh, Bitcoin.com. Um, and right now we are pushing forward to our vision, which is to become Amazon of NFTs. Um, uh, and by saying that, uh, we would like to become gaming Amazon, uh, gaming uh, OpenSea, um, um, which I'm sure you know. Uh, currently, we have we think that we have all the puzzles covered. So we have huge community, we have connection with top NFTs project, 
we have technology providers and by connecting that uh, puzzles, we see that um, something like gaming Amazon for NFTs will, will bring great value to the gamers. Thank you again for sharing your story on the Bitcoin.com Exchange podcast. Thank you so much for having me. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people, entities, or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable, but others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information, and it should not be relied upon. You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.